This year I thought for Hirsch <coughs> on the mitzvah of Gideon Moshe. So he points out that there are four mitzvahs which are found in Sefer Bereshus. There are Shabbos, there's Gideon Moshe, there's Milan, and there's the Keshes. There's four institutions, as he calls it. There are four concepts which are introduced. It says the um, Shabbos and Keshes a message to mankind in general um, and Gidenosha and Mila apply to Klaiso specifically but what he ties together is there's actually a parallel between these two sets of mitzvahs but Shabbos and Keshes teach the world Mila and Gidenosha teach Klaiso Shabbos talks about the spiritual calling of mankind Mila talks to, says that for the Jews Keshes is a sign for the history of mankind and Gidenosha is the sign of the history for Kal Yisrael how is the Gidenosha a sign for the history of Kal Yisrael the Gidenosha he points out is that while we have all the parts of the body, that which allows the person to stand up and fight has been removed from him. So it's an act of submission, as it were, an act of a person um, bowing to, to somebody else. You see, it's interesting, Taich, that the idea of an Isha, um, that the uh, the true relation of a husband to wife is a co-worker um, and placed equal to the, to the man. So Ish and Isha, we do not see is elements of submission between the man and the woman. But in, in the plural, the Anoshim and the Noshim, in the public relation, um, the woman is represented through her husband. A lot of the public pre- presentation of the person um, so only in the public life do women appear as having a weaker, a weaker element. Um, the you find the lashon of uh, of the noisha is the one who comes to collect, and the one you collect from is that that the person that you're collecting from. They are. Um, I gave over part of my property. I look, I'm the Malva, but what, what am I coming to? But the reason why I'm coming to collect is there's something of mine which is in somebody else's possession. I've given over something of mine that somebody else has power over it. The Loiva has power over my property. The Loiva has it. I need to get it back from them. Um, so that is uh, interesting thought process, Bechlal, in seeing. Uh, the, the idea of how we look at a loiva and a malva, the malva is the one which is more powerful. In a certain sense, the loiva is the one who's more powerful because he has something which the, which is in his possession from the malva. So, a woman, as it were, gives over some of, some of her some of her power to the husband in the public forum. She lets him, him represent her. The bit over here, Yaakovino is submitting, as it were, to Esau. 
to recognize that the strength of Klai Yisrael is not going to be in the physical prowess, not going to be in the, um, in the, the physical ability to stand up. And as a matter of fact, the way Yaakov actually uh, was successful over Esav was by bowing down to Esav. But that's a temporary state. The, the, Nosha means it went out of place, means it can go back into place. So, um, the message to Klai Yisrael is that which we stand and fall in the future, strength for, for Klai Yisrael does not lie in um, the sword that like Esav. If Yaakov falls, if Klai Yisrael falls, it's not because they, it's not equal to Esav in power, because it does not understand that its protection comes from Kadosh Baruch Hu. Um, that's what defines, so in that sense, we are not <coughs> in a submission to Esav or in a submission to Kadosh Baruch Hu. Esav has no power over us other than um, challenging us to maybe lose our sight of who we are and what we are. That's interesting. The few interesting points over here is how he sees get a nausea, um, how he sees the relationship between man and woman in the public sphere and in the private sphere, and how he sees the certain strength that Aloiva has over a Malva. Have a good Shabbos.